Welcome to Read My Lips Radio, a lively hour of unscripted conversations with savvy creatives. Producer and host, a.k.a. Radio Red, asks novelists, artists, photographers, designers, comedians, actors, musicians, composers, screenwriters, directors, and technology innovators about their creative passion, inspirational muses, and how they create. Ooh, how those lips can talk. Now, here's AKA Radio Red. Radio Red in the house. Happy to be here. Thank you to the voice of Ryan Treasure, my old longtime friend at Voice America Radio. We are here. It is what? It is the last Monday of November. Thanksgiving was already? Seriously? We had Thanksgiving? I don't know. Thanksgiving was, I still have a turkey. My family wasn't able to come. I've got a seven pound turkey breast in the freezer and tomorrow a new refrigerator is coming and I'm hoping the turkey doesn't thaw because I'm not ready to... All of you are going to come to my house, okay? Kenya and Natalie and Scott, yeah. you're all invited to, to share with me. Okay, this yeah. is November 28th. Happy to be here <laughs> the last Monday of the month. 35 days are left in 2022. This is the 48th Monday. Nobody cares about that except me. This is the 332nd day of 2022 of the Gregorian calendar. I always say thank you to Greg, Gregory, Grego, Grego, whatever his mother called him. How many mothers can say that their kid has a calendar that's being used hundreds or thousands of years later. That's a legacy. It really, really is. I have to ask my guests before I even introduce you officially, you're going to know what you're going to do now. We have a special shout out. I'm going to say on the count of three, we're going to say hello, LLL. I'm going to do the cue for you. So don't don't think you have to memorize anything. This is not a test. Natalie can do this. I know she can. On the count of three, ready? One, two, three. Hello, LLL. Josh, I think that was the best ever. You three are so well behaved. I appreciate that very, very much. LLL is lovely, lanky Laura Legs, our most loyal listener. She lives in Whitestone, New York, which doesn't start with an L. I've been taking up a fictitious GoFundMe for about five years to move her to London, but she didn't like the weather there. She doesn't like the L in Larchmont, which is near Whitestone, so we're going to have to find a place with L where we can move her. I'm taking nominations for an L for lovely, lanky Laura Legs. I have to warn my three guests at 8.01 p.m. East Coast time right after the show is over, I will receive an email from Laura and she will tell me what Scott said. She will tell <gasps> me what Natalie said. She will tell me what Kenya said. She will listen and give me a brief one or two sentence report on the takeaways she got from each of you and how much she enjoyed you. So don't let her down. So let me tell you who my special. Oh, by the way, we are now in the Western Zodiac sign of Sagittarius, November 22nd to December 21st. Anybody on my guest list today from Sagittarius? Anybody? What sign are you? Kenya, what sign are you? I'm a Virgo. Me okay. too. Yeah, I'm a Two September Virgo. Two Virgos. Are you, Natalie? Nice. I'm September 7th. Oh, my goodness. 21st. Okay. I'm, I'm October 7th. I'm just over the Libra line. Scott, when's your birthday? January 9th. I'm a Capricorn. Okay. You know, January 9th. Yeah. It's me and Richard Nixon. If it had been one day earlier, it would have been me and Elvis. But, well, you know, that's the way it falls. <laughs> that's yeah. the way it falls. Uh, we'll have to remember that. We'll all send you a birthday. So let me tell my audience. And by the way, everybody, wave hello to Facebook. This is our Radio Red Party here. We are, we are live. You all look wonderful. So I have three very hardworking creatives. When I call your name, I'm just going to read one line about each of you, but you're going to give us your full bio after this. So Kenya Lee, just 
wave hello to everybody. Hi. Kenya is Kenya just doesn't do anything. She's very lazy. She's a registered nurse. <laughs> She's an artist. She's a women empowerment women's empowerment expert. She's the author of The Path to Emotional Greatness: Yielding to Personal Transformation, subscripted as Egypt E G Y P T. I wish you'd do something creative, Kenya. I'm a big fan of yours. Thank you so much. Can't wait to hear more from you and welcome Scott Ski. He's already creative because the ski is the last three letters of his real last name. And he has a stage name. I'm very impressed, Scott. He calls himself a son of a beach. Uh, it's not nasty because he's lived on the beach his entire life. So he's allowed okay. to say son of a beach. And he spells it B-E-A-C-H. Don't get the wrong idea. He has worked with his partner, Robbie, to find homes for hundreds of dogs and cats. We're talking rescue dogs. We're talking rescue cats. We're talking animals that were bruised or broken or tortured or left out in the cold or sick. His book is called Dogged and Determined. He's reduxed it. He's re-revised it as of 2021. He wrote it several years ago. True Tales of Rescued Dogs and Cats and the Lessons They Taught. I started reading your book, Scott, and I enjoyed it. Your writing style is lovely, very readable. Thank you very much. Love the story about the dog Taz attached, attacked the cat but it was a mechanical cat and you had to rescue it. <laughs> that was, I sorry to give that away. And we have Natalie Shand Spellman. She's going by Natalie Spellman today. Welcome, Natalie. She's Coach Nat. Coach, Coach, Coach Nat. There you go. She's an occupational therapist clinician. She's also a combat Marine veteran. We're going to hear about that, I hope. And she's the author of Drop Stress Like a Hot Potato for Busy Women. And I'm going to say, if only. Can't wait to hear about your book, Natalie. So welcome. Yes. So we're calling this show, read my lips, Empowerful Creativity. I made a new word, Empowered-Full Creativity. And I really thought that was cool because I have great respect for the three of you. By the way, full disclaimer, I met these three wonderful people, authors. They happen to be at the National Publicity Summit. And this Thursday, the December 1st, the first Thursday of December, I'm going back to the summit for another five-hour Zoom session. And I'll be meeting and greeting 50 or 60 people and inviting about 40 people again to fill my guest list for, we're already filled through January, February, March, April, and maybe May 2023. Oh, my. So let's go around the table. The order today is Kenya and then Scott and then Natalie. Kenya, I'm putting you on full screen speaker view just to warn you. You're all going to be on gallery view, but when you speak, you'll be on full view. So behave yourselves. OK, I'm gonna and, try. well, I, I have no no bets on for any of you. I can just tell a very feisty group here. And I like that. I, I'm not feisty at all. <clears throat> I'm very, very quiet and retiring. I know, Scott, it's hard, hard to believe. <laughs> Kenya, I'm putting you on speaker view. Would you take about three minutes? We're not going to clock you. And I told my engineer, Josh, to be very well behaved today and not give you a hard time if you go over three minutes. But I'll, I'll do this in the background if you're really going long because you have a lot to tell us. Kenya, give us a full bio, please. I'm very honored that you're here and welcome. Go ahead, Kenya Lee. Thank you so much, Red, for having me. This is going to be a good party. It's already started out well. So I am uh, the author of, as you said, The Path to Egypt, uh, the, as the acronym, uh, Emotional Greatness Yielding to Personal Transformation. And I'm a girl that grew up in Detroit, Michigan, under some very rough circumstances. And um, during that time, I, I went through a lot of traumas and a lot of hardships, but I, I made it through, I made it out. And so 
Now my life's purpose is to give back to women like me that have gone through the struggle and are trying to be the best of themselves. So I had a nonprofit called Faith in Girls, and um, we deal with self-esteem, self-awareness, and all of that is with creative tools. So, you know, the creative aspect, I mean, I love the show um, talking about creation because for me, that is, that is what it's about. You know, Um, you got to create, rather it's creating a new life, a a new mindset, all of that. So um, we have a programming there where I'm helping a lot of women to uh, come out of things that they've gone through. Also, home ownership is a big um, passion of mine. So we have a Detroit home ownership program. And so it's it's just been great, you know, with this journey. And aside from that, 23 years of of nursing. So I'm a hardcore nurturer at heart. And that's me. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kenya. And thank you for what you do as a nurse. It's a, my mother was a nurse. She was an RN way back in the day. And uh, that's actually how she met my dad. He's a doctor, but he was a patient and she was taking care of him on the ward. He was having his thumb operated on. He had a problem and she met him and they fell in love and they married. So I had a nurse and a doctor for parents. How nice. cool is that? Yeah. So Kenya, thank you so much. And let's go around the table to Scott Ski. Smiling Scott, I can call you that. And a picture of your book Absolutely. in the background. Scott, I'm putting you on on speaker view, please introduce yourself. Go ahead. Hello, I'm Scott Ski. Uh, I am a son of a beach, lived my whole life in Long Beach, California. And number one, I am deeply honored to be on Radio Red. And thank you, Red, for having me on. And I'm also deeply honored to be on the show with these two uh, very accomplished women. I looked at your websites. My goodness, I am impressed. (laughs) Very impressed. I feel humbled to be in your presence. Um, I, uh, very number of years ago, the the book is actually 20 years old and it's going through a revival now because people are rediscovering it. But back in the day, uh, my partner Robbie and I decided we would get involved with Siberian Huskies because they are a very dynamic breed and very misunderstood by people. And the first dog that I adopted out of the shelter was named Taz, and he was a husky from hell. <laughs> and I started to, I was in such frustration over this dog who outsmarted me at every single turn. I started writing little stories and I posted them online to a a group of Siberian Husky owners around the world. And uh, not only did they not help, they were delighted with the stories and how the uh, dogs were always managing to screw my life up. So uh, I ended up writing a couple hundred of these stories over the years and compiled uh, 78 of them into this book, Dogged and Determined. And um, the book has never made me any money. The, the funds that I make from this book go towards animal rescue efforts. And that is uh, my story right now. Let me point out that the dog on the cover there, his name is um, uh, Mongoose. He was thrown out of a moving car at five months old, shattered his leg. He was not able to be uh, adopted out. And we have him. He's now 13 years old and he's still as vocal as you see him there. 
He's beautiful. Well, thank you very much. And Scott, I have to compliment you in having faith in the power of storytelling back in the day, because today <laughs> it's a mantra for businesses. I have my, my alter ego has a radio show called Financial Excellence for Game with Game Changers. And uh, we just did a topic. This is for CFOs and for departments of finance and big corporations around the world. And we just did a show on the power of storytelling in the mm. office of the CFO. You just don't present analytics and numbers and spreadsheets. You have to tell a story around them. That's how you convey the importance of the numbers. So I applaud you for the value, 78 stories over a period of time, sharing those stories. I'm sure it was very powerful motivator and an, probably an eye-opener for a lot of people reading those. So Scott, thank you very much for doing that. I appreciate that. Natalie Spellman is here. Natalie, another busy lady. I'm putting you on speaker view. Go ahead, regale us with your life story. Welcome, Natalie. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so honored to be in the presence of all these awesome guests. And I'm just excited because as Coach Nat, it brings me great joy because if you if you leave it up to me, Brand, I'll just give you advice and just talk and just 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 want to share. And just a little bit about myself is that um, I'm an occupational therapist. That's my day job. Um, when I'm up at here at home at two thirty in the morning, I'm an author, and I'm also an entrepreneur at two thirty in the morning. And after I leave my two thirty job in the morning as an author, that's when I go to my day job as an occupational therapist. And as a, as a therapist, this is where I am, I'm working with veterans on a daily basis. And I have a heart for veterans because as a veteran as myself, I've been in Iraq. I've been in a war zone. I know what it's like to go through PTSD, trauma, to come back home in an environment where society doesn't truly understand who veterans are and what we actually go through. So I remember when I came back home from Iraq, I actually had a major crisis and it was a crisis that actually left me in a state of um, lost identity. It was a crisis that left me with weakness on one side of my body. And since then, when I was healed, I was just, I was on a quest. I was on a mission. I was on a quest just to find the antidote for stress, which I have. And since then, it's just now I'm just like a bank of ideas. I have all these ideas just saturated in my mind. And I'm here talking about we need to get out of stress city or overwhelmed and get into freedom city of purpose and impact. So I'm here on this mission where I just want to empower people just to be the best versions of themselves. I just want to empower others just to, you know what, there's more to life than just being overwhelmed and stressed. And you can actually have a beautiful and a very impactful life. You just have to find the secret to that. And I think I have, and I just want to really share that information with as many people as possible. So that's why I would just love to sit and talk and give people advice all day long if you just leave it up to me. But I'll stop right now before I get myself in trouble. You're <laughs> fine. Coach Nat, thank you so much. Uh, can I ask, may I ask what years you were in Iraq? What were your years of service? I was in Iraq. I was in the military from 2000 to 2004. And I was in Iraq, Kuwait, Iraq from 2004, January until Thanksgiving, 2004. So I came oh home goodness. a few days before Thanksgiving. Wow. I'm sure that was quite a quite an experience. I'm sorry you came home broken and I'm glad you put yourself back together because you're here. I love the energy. I love the I hate this word, but it's the only word I can think of right now. The positivity. You're 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 just giving off um, yes. 
you're giving off passion, you're giving off energy, but you're giving off hope. I think that's what all three of you are doing, giving off hope and powerful creativity. There you go. Thank you all. I'm I'm very impressed with the three of you. Uh, Beautiful spirits beautiful hearts. And that's why you're here. So ah, I promise I'll try not to cry. If I cry, the show's over. What can I tell you? And Natalie, Natalie's going to run. No, Scott will run. No, Ken, you'll run. Well, you'll all take turns. So now's the part of the show where I've asked each of you to please send me a fictional quote. Now, Natalie, you send a quote from a biopic of a real person, but I'll accept it. I didn't realize it until I did my research yesterday and it's fine, but let's go through the quotes. Uh, supposed to be fictional. Kenya Leah sent us a quote from Mary J. Blige's 2001 song, No More Drama. Let me just read this. Anybody doesn't know who she is. American singer, songwriter, actress, often referred to as the queen of hip hop soul and the queen of R&B, but there are other people who have the same claim. I think Mariah Carey is one of those. She's only one nine Grammy. She's only won a primetime Emmy. She's only won four American Music Awards. She's only won 12 NAACP Image Awards. She's only won 12 Billboard Music Awards, including the Billboard Icon. And she's only been nominated for two Oscars and two more Golden Globes, including her supporting role in the film Mudbound in 2017. Uh, Just very interesting. I don't know if you know this, Kenya, but in 2001, MCA was not happy with how her No More Drama album did. It only sold Two million copies. Oh, a mere two million. They said, well, we don't like that. That's not good. So they repackaged it. They re-released it. They gave it a new cover. They got rid of three songs. They added two more songs and they released it back again in April 2002. Very, very interesting. So, and it was one more awards at that point. Here's the line Kenya has selected from this song. Maybe I like the stress because I was young and restless, but that was long ago. I don't want to cry no more. Oh, it got me. Kenya, take it away. Oh, that got me. I did a cold read. Oh, Kenya, what does this line have to do with creativity, please? Everything to do with creativity. Because when you make a decision, like the quote says, you know, sometimes we're in a, a way of life that we maybe want to go towards the foolishness and go towards the the side of not understanding. But when you make a decision of not wanting to cry anymore, that creative juice is right there. And and that's what leads you to do what you need to do to create a new life. And for me, you know, she was, uh, Mary J was a a big inspiration because she dealt with a lot of um, urban things that a lot of women, you know, could relate with. And uh, that lyric, along with a few others, were just is phenomenal. So, I mean, creating, we create new lives, new pathways, new ways of thought. And that's what it's about. It's about shifting our energy when we find that we are in a different place, shifting it so that we can evolve and elevate. And so for me, um, you know, the way I did that is with creative uh writing. And that's actually how I wrote my book with journal entries over the past 18 years of just following my life and what was going on with me. So that is, that's creativity. 
for sure. Thank you very much. I appreciate the quote. It, it did make me cry. Natalie, I want you to put your phone down and look up. We want to see your beautiful smile here. Be present and accounted for. Be there present. you are. There you go. For. I want to see you. Okay, Skotsky, I'm up to you. You have picked a quote from, oh my goodness, a 1941 American film noir. It's credited <clears throat> with being the original film noir. It was on one of Roger Ebert's The Greatest Movie Series lists. And it yep. was cited by the panorama du film noir américain as the first major film noir. The movie is the Maltese Falcon. Unbelievable. Yep. Unbelievable. Uh, it was based on a 1930 novel by Dashiell Hammett and indebted to a 1931 movie of the same name. Who was Sam Spade in the movie? Humphrey Bogart, the one and only bogey. And Mary Astor was as femme fatale. Ladies, come on, Natalie. And, <laughs> and you, yep. come on, give me the shoulder. Femme fatale. Yeah. Ruth Wonderly, Bridget O'Shaughnessy. There you go. It follows a San Francisco private detective and is dealing with three, not one, not two, but three unscrupulous adventurers all competing to obtain a jewel-crested falcon statuettes. It was considered one of the greatest films of all time, nominated for three Academy Awards. Here's the line. I have the scene, okay, Scott? So the scene is Detective Tom Polhouse, played by Ward Bond, who also starred in Wagon Train on TV. Oh, I heard about that from my mother's womb. I didn't, I wasn't alive then. <laughs> Be quiet. He picks up the falcon. And he says, heavy, what is it? And Sam Spade, played by Bogey, says, the stuff that dreams are made of. That's the line. Scott, what does this have to do with creativity? I love the scene. Go well, ahead. He misquotes Shakespeare because that's a, uh, a quote from a Shakespeare play. And it is, who are we? We are the stuff that dreams are made on. Uh, a group of fairies say that in that uh, in the Tempest. But what it what it relates to is that this statue, which means nothing, is the cause of all kinds of mischief and and uh, avarice and death and theft and action and everything you can imagine. And where does it end up? When they find out it's not the real one, they all turn around and go, well, I guess we better continue our, our mission, and they leave. And it's just one of those things that that's what we all do. We are always looking for the stuff that dreams are made on. You know, my tie, my tie has got carousel animals on it because I am an authority on anti-carousels. And that's what I love. You know, the, the stuff that we dreamt about as children, the stuff that we still dream about as adults, the stuff that dreams are made on. I'm sorry, I'm running on. No, it's it's lovely. It's lovely. The stuff the dreams are made of, and and that's what we are all looking for, right, ladies? We're all looking Absolutely. for. Absolutely, that's right. Whether we have to write it, we have to craft it, we have to sew it, we have to paint it, paint we have it. to yep. dance it, we have to cook it, we have to hug it. We've got to find what dreams are made of because life is pretty, can be pretty harsh and pretty rough and reality ain't so pretty sometimes. So, and I know we've all, all of us have been there at one point. So thank you, Scott. That was lovely. Natalie Spellman, Dr. Nat, Coach Nat. I just gave Coach you an Nat. honorary degree. There you go. Thanks Coach for the promotion. Nat. You're welcome, dear. Anytime it's free beyond read my lips. Uh, you've picked a quote from Jeffrey Dean Strucker, played by Brian Van Holt, the movie biopic, 
Black Hawk Down, 2001 war film, produced and directed by Ridley Scott, co-produced by Bruckheimer from a screenplay by Ken Nolan. It was based on a 1999 nonfiction book by journalist Mark Bowden about the U.S. military's 1993 raid in Mogadishu. Very, very interesting cast. A lot of interesting people in the movie. Jeremy Piven is one of my favorites. He was in it as well. So here's the quote. I like the quote, Natalie. It says, it's what you do right now that makes a difference. Coach Nat, how'd you find this one? Talk to me. I remember I was actually stationed in Okinawa and we were encouraged to watch this movie and we all watched the movie and we're all like appalled as to, oh my goodness, how can we as the U.S. military go in an area unprepared? And because they were unprepared and they went in, there were a lot of casualties that were unprepared. And when you saw the entire scene unfold, it makes you think like, oh my goodness, in our own lives, in any moment, the things we do now, the things that's right in front of you, it makes a difference. And you have a choice. We all have a decision to do something with our now. We have a choice to do something with our present. And sometimes the lack of action or the decisions we make may actually take you down a path which may not be the right path. Mm -hmm. So it just makes you think that you have your now and you have to make decisions that's going to take you on the right path in your life. So our present moment or nows cannot be ignored because at the end of it, there's going to be a consequence or a reaction. And we want to make those wise decisions in the present to actually influence our future. It's a lot of words, I know. <laughs> no, it's it's correct. And it, it reminds me of what Yoda said, the very famous quote, do or do not, there is no try. Right, Natalie? The light is either on or off. Don't tell me about lights with dimmer switches that go a little bit up and down. It's either on, it's off. I was a pro computer programmer analyst way back in the day before at least two of you were born, I think. And <laughs> And uh, we, we programmed, we had binary, we had all kinds of different languages. I programmed in COBOL and PL1. I learned assembler and all kinds of languages. But w when you're learning the basics, it's binary math. It's either a zero or a one. The light is on or off. So there is no trying today is a day, right? It's yes. a day in our life. Make decisions, do something with it, and then you'll live with the consequences of that. Yes. Whatever you do, if you so laugh true. or if so you try, true. it's... Get tomorrow you will have today to remember. Boy, I like the way that sounded. Thank you very much. Thank powerful. you all for the interesting quotes. I appreciate it. Now what I'm going to do, I'm going to surprise you all. I'm going to pick one of your four creativity statements or two that I like the best, and I'm going to read it. Kenya, you don't have to find your notes. Many people say, what did I send her? I don't know. I have them in front of me. Not a problem. I do my homework, kids. I'm going to read one statement to you and ask you to expand it, expound it for about two and a half, three minutes, and tell us a little bit more about what it means to you. So Kenya Lee said the following. This is Statement number two, creativity to me means to redefine your inner self into outer acts of expression that everyone can view. That sounds like there's a lot of vulnerability in there. Kenya, tell me what motivated that statement. I like it. Go ahead. Uh, you know, on my path to wellness, for emotional wellness, I had to go within because for so long, everything that I allowed to define me it was outside of me. It was external. It was what, you know, the my mother said who I was, what my peers said who I was. So I had to go within and understand and get my own self-identity. So 
I mean, if you don't have your own self-identity, you know, you're kind of just waving in the wind. And so once I did that, it was like, okay, I had to take time to figure out who this girl was, really was genuinely and not dealing with, you know, who I was supposed to be or social media, who they have defined for for me to be. But going within and uh, cultivating that allowed me to be able to express my true genuine self that a person could actually say they could look at me and see the real me because for so long I was living an imposter's life I feel because it it was not it was not true to who I actually was but with that you know when when women deal with this it takes you to dig in and to to go in an emotional place and it may not be too um it might, it might not feel too good. And you mentioned vulnerability. It is yeah. about vulnerability um, to make those decision and decisions and make them real. So you can feel good in your skin. And so you can present who you are without any external factors and, and be good with that. So yeah, be good with that. That's that vulnerability. It either drives us to relinquish or forget our creativity or who we want to be or it drives us to want to be more of who we are depends on how thick your skin is I think if if you're very sensitive I'll never forget one of my first tv shows I had four series on uh, Great Neck Public Access PATV which is now North Shore TV on Long Island started in my area Oh, really? Started in the ni- 1995 and went to about 2017 before I moved to, to uh, North Carolina. And I remember one of my neighbors called me after she saw me on my first talk show and she said, I didn't like your skirt. Um, you should be wearing pants and I didn't like your glasses and I think you need more lipstick. And I said to myself, consider the source. When was the last time she put herself right, Kenya? On TV, out there for people to see. When was the last time she produced the show and invited guests and wrote stuff to say on the air and designed a set and got a crew and did everything by herself? When did she? I didn't like your skirt, and I didn't. I said to myself, "Thank you, (laughs) thank you, Adele. She's she's long gone, really gone." (laughs) But anyway, thank you, Adele. I appreciate that. No, I didn't. I didn't say crap to her. I just ignored her after that. But you are vulnerable. I've I've written romantic comedy plays. You, you've all written books. You put yourself out there. Scott, you were publishing your stories. You put yourself out there and people can say, oh, I don't like it. Or, oh, it wasn't funny. Or, oh, it wasn't good. Or, he's not a good writer. Or, she can't she can't spell. Or, or why did they write this, this thing? It bored me or it annoyed me. Uh, you, we, you put yourself out there, right, Kenya? You? You're out yeah. there on the and chopping that, block. Right, go ahead. And that's what it's about. It's about being yeah. your genuine self and giving what you have to give. It doesn't matter, you know, someone else's opinion because you're doing this for you and you're doing this for the people in your your sequential um, matchup. So, you know, the lady down the street may not understand who I am, but they're going to be, for everyone that doesn't understand, there's going to be someone that does. And I want to reach those women. I want to reach those people and say, hey, it's nothing wrong with addressing what you've been through and and healing it and and coming forth and moving on. So I mean, it's it's always going to be someone uh, with an opinion. <laughs> Can you imagine all of you producing a movie, taking two or three years, getting angel investors, having a budget of let's say fifteen to twenty five million dollars? 
schedules, hiring people, writers, screenplay adapter, mm-hmm. like the some of the movies we talked about in in your quotes. Can mm-hmm. you imagine? And then it hits the screens or a private showing or a preview, and one major reviewer says, "I didn't like it. <sighs> it wasn't well done, or I didn't think you cast it right, or there was no chemistry between the lead roles." Can you imagine what that? feels like how do they actually how do they actually take a celebratory drink or do they just keep drinking at that point i i just was dawning on me putting yourself out there my goodness i've learned not to read movie reviews because mm. because they do it professionally and um, i just do it because i like it or i don't like it and i keep it to myself so there you go let's move on skotsky i want to combine two of your statements your creativity statements two and four i got a kick out of two but we're going to talk about four you say sure. i really have no special talents at all i'm simply passionately curious just all right i lied take take about one minute of your three to talk about that what do you mean by passionately curious i think i know but i want to hear your words scott go ahead when you're around dogs and cats as much as I have, especially cats, you know cats are absolutely curious. They will, you leave a door open, a closet or a, a house door, or whatever, they've got to go and check it out. That's the way that I am. I have to have to find something new and interesting and, and poke around and find something that's different that I can learn about, that I can share, that I can work with, that sort of thing. Um, discovering, you'll, you're going to find in the in the book. There's a story about a kitten that gets all the way to the top of a peak on our Victorian home on the second story, and I'm struggling and I'm trying to get a ladder up to you know climb up there and save the little cat before it falls to its death. Oh my gosh! And I'm just oh working and working. And suddenly, uh, as I'm going up the staircase, the kitten runs past me. Uh, what the heck? How the cat? Get, what you know? And I talk, talk to my friend Robbie. I said, "What happened?" She says, "I just leaned out the window and opened a can of cat food." <laughs> you know, oh, came scrambling down. Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. That's funny. okay. You know, that's you that's learned where you, you find curiosity yes. can yes. do amazing things and accomplish amazing things when the rest of us are on this little narrow track and we cannot figure out how to do anything. Curiosity saved the Scott and didn't kill yeah. the cat. There you go. But I want to read number. F- you like that, Kenya? I, I had to do that twist. Thank you very much. But I have to read number four, and I want you to be very brief for this one. I, you know what? Don't even comment because it speaks for itself. I think everybody will get it. Scott says, "Go with your instincts. Keep your sense of humor. Creativity follows, and with luck, success comes also." I'm just going to let that float out there to the universe. I think it says mm-hmm. it says what you want to say. Thank you very much, Scott. Natalie, let's look and see what you got here. This is interesting. You use a wonderful word. I'm going to read your statement number one, Natalie. Coach Nat, you say creativity means tapping into that beautiful essence of yourself and then watching the magic happen. I like the word magic. Coach Coach Nat, talk to us about that, please. Okay. So we all have this beautiful essence about who we are. We are all essence, beautiful essence, right? So when you take the time just to breathe, sit back, 
you'll be amazed to see the beautiful magic, the beautiful creativity, the beautiful ideas and downloads and concepts and ideas that actually permeates and actually pours through you. Sometimes you just have to take a break, just take a second, just to activate it and just to tap into it. And it, it is so interesting and I think sometimes downright crazy where sometimes I'm in the kitchen making pancakes and all these ideas are just permeating through me. And I'm like, I'm making pancakes. I can't stop to write this down. Or I'm sleeping and all these ideas and I'm driving and I'm like, oh my gosh, there are ideas just permeating constantly through the essence of my positivity. And it's just amazing how ideas like drop stress like a hot potato or um, let's get out of stress city and out of mess of stress highway and getting to freedom city and all these ideas of purposizing and all these ideas are just pouring out of me and I'm like oh my gosh turn it off turn it off turn it off and it's just like when you tap in you are amazed as to what can actually comes out and it almost feel like it's magic I like that use of the word magic and I'm going to read just briefly and I think this will stand on its own statement number four you said time spent daydreaming will capture, oh, <laughs> capture the brilliance of your creative mind. I'm just going to leave that as a, a sidebar and note for everybody. I want to do some famous birthdays right now. And I think you're all going to recognize most of the people on our list. And I've got a couple of social media stars. And then we're going to go around the table again and talk a little bit more. Um, let's do this. Barry Gordy, founder of the Motown yeah. record label. Today mm -hmm. is his birthday. Anybody want to guess how old Barry Gordy is? Take a wild guess. 75. 84. Keep going. I would say 85. Keep going. 86. He cannot be older. Keep going. Keep going. 90. Keep going. 95. 93. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Motown was the highest earning African-American business for decades. I don't know if you know this. I, I think I remember this. As a record producer, he signed The Miracles. He signed oh. the Supremes. He okay. signed Marvin Gaye. He oh. signed the Temptations. He signed the Four Tops. He signed Gladys Knight and the Pips. And he signed Stevie Wonder. I call that brilliance. Absolutely What's brilliant. that, man? He yeah. also wrote and composed or co-composed songs, including Lonely Teardrops. I don't know if you remember that. Shop Around, one of my favorite songs from the 60s. And for the Jackson 5, he wrote... I want you back in ABC. Is that Oh cool? my goodness. He, he yeah. either wrote or, wrote or co I didn't know that. All right, let's go down a little bit. Well, a little bit younger. Randy Newman is 79 today. Singer, songwriter, arranger, pianist, known for his Southern accent style, singing style, early America influence songs and satirical lyrics and film scores. He's best known for short people. Da, 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 da. 1977, I Love L.A. I Love L.A. 1983, he wrote, You've Got a Friend in Me, 1995. They said other artists had more success covering some of his songs. There's a song called Mama Told Me Not to Come. I remember that one. Three Dog Night. Yes. That's right. I think it's going to rain. That's right. I think it's going to rain today, 68. <laughs> and you can leave your hat on, 1972. He wrote those, but other people did better with them. He collaborated with Disney and Pixar. He wrote the film scores for Toy Story, for Cars, for The Princess and the Frog, for James and the Giant Peach. Wow. He was nominated for 20 Academy Awards, and he won only two. And in 2007, he was inducted 
inducted as a Disney legend and in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2013. Randy Newman, happy birthday. Unbelievable. Nice. And now, how about Judd Nelson? Anybody remember Brat Pack? Okay, he played John Bender in The Breakfast Club. He portrayed Alec Newbery in St. Elmo's Fire, and he was the voice of Hot Rod in The Transformers, a member of the Brat Pack. He's all of 63. Oh, my. Now we're going to get way younger. 60, John Stewart. Offbeat comedian, <laughs> rose to fame as Comedy Central's host of The Daily Show, and then he hosted The John Stewart Show. Do you know that he worked as a bartender? He was a caterer. He was a busboy. He was a children's puppeteer, and he started his stand-up career at the bitter end in New York in the late 1980s. Did you know any of that? Wow. Oh, the oh. fun I have researching these people and their birthdays. Now I'm going to have one who I'm sure none of you, anybody watched the TV series Lucifer? About yeah. the devil. Oh, very, very interesting. It was a little hard to get get into, but uh, the actress's name is Amy or Aime Sandimez Garcia Lopez de Ordones, and she played the LAPD forensic scientist Ella Lopez. Very, very cool. She's 44 today, and she looks about 23, and she played a woman who always wore a T-shirt, and she was a little bit into voodoo and crazy. Wonderful actress. She was on Lucifer, and she narrated the 2004 film Spanglish that starred Adam Sandler. I didn't know that. Happy birthday, Emmy Garcia. Uh, There's a British comedian. I had to put this one in. She's 39. Her name is Ellie Taylor. She hosts a show on BBC called Threes Snog Marry Avoid? Threes, apostrophe S, Snog Marry Avoid. It's a show that takes people who went overboard on their looks and gives them a make under. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I swear to God. And she played Florence Flo Collins, as also known as Sassy, on Ted Lasso. She was a, a Rebecca's best friend from childhood, and she called Rebecca Stinky. She told him everybody everything she called Stinky, and Ted Lasso calls her Sassy Smurf. I just, if anybody watches Ted Lasso, as many of us do, she was the best friend. Anyway, I have some social media stars I think you're going to get a kick out of. On TikTok, there's a young lady who's 21 today. Happy birthday to, yeah, I'm Carolyn. That's her name. Yeah, I'm Carolyn. Her TikTok channel, you ready for this? Natalie and Kenya and Scott. Her TikTok channel only has 10 million fans. Wow. Only 10 million. million. She does, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't get more than 10 million fans, over 10 million fans. She does dubs, duets, and comedic montages. I think we're all in the wrong business. Kenya, what would you do having 10 million people look at your blog? What would you think? Oh, my goodness. I can't even begin to imagine. I but know. I think I could figure out something. 10 million, <laughs> huh? And a couple of weeks ago, I had I did a famous birthday of somebody who was on TikTok or Twitch or something. And he did slime videos. And he had something like 50 million views of his videos. Slime. I, I told my guests, I said, we're all in the wrong business. Now we have somebody named Corporate, spelled with a K. He is 35. He is popular with Black Chicago Be Like videos. That's a hashtag, Black Chicago Be Like. He has a humorous look at African-Americans in Chicago and his videos on his corporate business channel. You ready for this? Are you sitting down, Natalie? I think you're sitting down. Scott, you're sitting down. His videos have been seen only 427 million times. 
Wow. Million. We are really in the wrong business. We're, we're we are. Really, yeah. we, we really, are. really are. Now, I have some holidays I want to share with you that you've never heard of, I promise. And there's some very strange holidays today. Today is Cyber Monday. Did you know that it was invented by a woman who was the president of the NRF, the National National Retail and Foundation? Retail. Tanya, Kenya, do you know who that was? Do you remember? I don't, name? but I know about Cyber Monday. Tell yeah. me. Yeah. What about what? Well, my mother's been on it all day, getting all of the deals. (laughs) She makes it her business because she's not going to go in the stores anymore. So now she just does Cyber Monday and they have all the deals and she just orders, orders and has it come to the house. So, yeah, I know very much about Cyber Monday. Well, I'll tell you why it was created in 2005, which is 15 years ago. Ellen Davis, the president of the National Retail Foundation, NRF, the data showed that the Monday after Thanksgiving had higher than usual retail shopping when people went back to work. Analysts think, listen to this, Natalie and Scott and, and Kenya, people were window shopping on the weekend after Black Friday, and they waited oh. on Monday till they went to work and they were bored. Oh, let me just go on Amazon and buy these 15,000 pieces of things. So mm. that's what they did. So they created Cyber Monday after they analyzed the pattern of the buying behavior. Interesting. That was brilliant. Marketing. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, the numbers didn't lie in this case. So it's also... Usually there's one name day, a male name and a female name. Um, And today there are a lot of names. It's National Patrick Day. If you know anybody named Patrick, say bravo to you. Good for you. National Madison Day, which has become a popular girl's name. National Cole Day, C-O-L-E, not coleslaw, but Cole. shouldn't have said that. And it's National Allen Day. Seldom do we have four name days. I'm very surprised. And Allen Day can be spelled A-L-A-N. A-L-L-A-N, A-L-L-E-N, and A-L-Y-N. Hard to believe. Comedian. A-L-I-N. Could be. Or A-L-O-N. Alone. That's French. (laughs) Allons-y. Here we go. Comedian Robin Williams, late grade. Actors Cameron Dye and Laura San Giacomo. And model Modley Sims named their sons Alan. That's how popular. I don't know why they put that in the thing anyway. It's National French Toast Day. Who likes French toast? Yes, go there. You go, jelly or syrup? Syrup, 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 Natalie. Butter, (laughs) no, nothing sweet, powdered sugar, nothing on it. Some butter. Oh, wow. If you do raisin bread with cinnamon, you know, you don't need any. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Also, try that. Um, anybody ever heard of Killer Dave bread? Killer Dave, it's. The most fab. It's hard to find it in the supermarkets because it's so popular. I've been buying it for over two years. I found it at Costco about two or three years ago, and Killer Dave apparently was a was incarcerated. And when he came out, he was a baker and he started his own brand. It's called Killer Dave's Bread. Oh, and I have heard of a that. lot of seeded breads and natural this and that. Oh. He's got raisin bread. He's got bagels. He's got English muffins. He's got. They're on the shelves. You it, this packaging is very distinguishable. You'll see it, but it's hard to find because it's so popular but i'll get his raisin bread and i'll get his whole wheat bread and he has bread with everything seeds in it just really good nutritious very very wholesome very natural so today is also i don't know why i told you that oh french toast that was for you natalie red planet day today is the day we celebrate mars the fourth planet and do you know why it looks red to the naked eye or through a microscope anybody know i think i I know this okay it's a chemistry test it's because of iron oxide, which is rust. Okay. 
iron oxide on uh-huh. the red planet. So there, we have nine minutes left. What I'd like to do is go around the table and get email. We're not in a hurry yet, but I need about two minutes to close the show. So I'm not in a rush. I'd like to get, tell you what, I'm gonna start with you, Kenya, and then Scott, and then Natalie. I'll give you each two minutes. Let's divide and conquer. I want you to tell us where people can find you or your book, email, website, whatever, just no phone numbers and no addresses, please. No snail mail addresses. And I want you to summarize what creativity means to you, what you want to impart our viewers and our listeners around the world with from your heart. You've all shared some wonderful statements and your bios and your, your quotes, but in your heart of hearts, if somebody said, I want to be empowerfully creative like Kenya, like Scott, like Natalie, what's your advice? Two minutes total for where to find you and your advice. Kenya, go ahead. So anyone wanting to find me can go to kenyalee.com or the path to emotional greatness.com. And there you will find contact information and also links to uh, purchase the book. And for me, um true creativeness comes from within and once you are able to tap into what that is that is the it's the greatest joy and we are creating even as we're sitting here right now in the moment is a constant creation so mm-hmm. i think that um going within is is what you have to do in order to get a genuine genuine product I like that. I had a guest a couple of months ago who talked about courageous creativity and you said constant creativity. Mm-hmm. And Scott said creative curiosity. We're coming up with a lot of different angles here. Natalie, I'll find something from you as well. We'll, we'll get to you. Scott. Oh, and by the way, Kenya Lee is dot com. Kenya like the country like just like the country kenya lee k-e-n-y-a-l-e i love to spell websites so don't you don't have to spell yours i'll do it for you scott ski where can people find you and what's your creativity with or without dogs and cats if you want to email me it's ski s-k-i at scott ski dot net ski at scott ski dot net and you know what every square inch of our planet every moment of life is filled with creativity, with insight, both insight, S-I-G-H-T, and insight, I-N-C-I-T-E, which is the motivation. All you have to do is look for it. It's there. Just look for it, and you will find it. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. And that's S-K-I at Scott, S-C-O-T-T-S-K-I dot net. Absolutely. Thank you. And is there a website, too, you want people to go to in addition to the email, Scott? Oh, scottski.net, and you'll find the book there, too. That's where you want people to go. Okay, good. Thank you very much. Natalie Spellman, Coach Nat, where are we going to find you? Go ahead. What's your take on creativity? Your big, big, big view. Go ahead. Okay. So you could find me at www.natalieshan.com. And the launch of my book drops just like a hot potato. It, it's, the launch date is December 14th, December 14th, and it's going to be on Amazon. And the whole premise of this book is just to drop the brokenness, drop does the trauma, drop all the pain and the hardship you're going through, and actually move into a state of living life with impact and with purpose. And for me, creativity means that you are a bank of ideas. 
you are a bank of ideas. So when you actually take the time just to dig deep and just not even when you're trying, just driving down the road, just hanging out with family and friends, just, just being present, you'll be amazed of how creative you can actually be. You may see a problem and out of nowhere, there's this quick solution. You may see a child just laughing and in the moment you see the essence and the beauty of that child. And in that you see the creativity of what it means to be a child. So everything in life, there's so much creativity, there's so much ideas. You just have to take that time, spend some time in silence and you'll be amazed to see how creativity just permeates through your pores and actually make you actually strive to be a better person in your life. So thank you very much. Tap in. Tap in. Now it is natalieshand.com. Is that where you want people to go? Yes. I'm going to spell that. I want to spell it. So it's N-A-T-A-L-I-E-S-H-A-N-D.com. There you go. I was getting, yeah, I love to spell N-A-T-A-L-I-E-S-H-A-N-D.com. There I had to get it. I'm sorry. I need to do that. Um, I want. We have about four minutes left, and I'd love to know what you're all doing for the holidays. If you want to share what kind of holidays you're going to be celebrating, I'm celebrating Hanukkah, which is falling right around Christmas time. It's late this year, so I'll be doing that. And I've got a whole closet full of menorahs I've collected over the years, and boxes and boxes of candles. We have to do a lot of candles. Anyway, let's go around the table. Kenya, would you like to share what you're going to be doing, just very briefly, and where what you're going to be, what kind of holiday, and what you're going to be doing? So for me, I'm going to be doing Christmas, uh, but I have a three-year-old with a birthday that came on the first. So we have a big holiday coming up for her birthday this weekend. So big party, big balloons, you know, it's got to suck having your birthday so close to Christmas (laughs) because... It's going to be kind of watered down come the 25th, but that's what I'm doing, celebrating her birthday this weekend and then easing on into Christmas. Wonderful. Sounds lovely. Scott, what about you? Which holiday, if you want to share, and what you're going to be doing? Oh, I celebrate Christmas. I celebrate New Year's. I celebrate with a lot of traditional friends, a lot of just quiet little parties with people that I love and cherish. Very nice. And I will tell you, Natalie, go ahead. And I have something to tell you all that I didn't say at the beginning of the show. Natalie, quick, where are you going to so be doing? For me, Christmas is going to Florida. My in-laws are in Florida. So every year, my daughter is now eight. So every year since her birth, except for those two years of COVID, <laughs> we actually spend time in Florida. And it's such a beautiful time just to be with family. There's a pool. The environment is calm. It's different because I live in New York. I live in Long Island, New York. So just to go take time from the the cold, the winter, the snow here in New York and actually go to Florida is something my daughter is so excited. She's already packed up and she's like, mommy, we need to start packing. I'm like, we have like a. 28 days. And she was like, we need to get me ready. Never, never too soon. Well, enjoy your trip to Florida. I forgot to tell you, well, I mentioned there are 35 days left to the year. That's because I know that, Scott, you're probably even making Kahlua in the sink in the garage. And Kenya, you're going to be taking the still. No, Scott's going to get the old whiskey still out from Irish whiskey, you know, yeah. Whiskey, yeah. And Kenya, you're going to be doing the Kahlua. And Natalie, you're going to be going to a very exclusive online wine store and getting something fabulous. But the shelves are going to be empty very soon. And you don't have much time for the whiskey or for the Kahlua because they need flavors to blend. So hurry up, 35 days left. It's going to go fast. I want to thank my engineer, 
Josh, who is my engineer on Monday nights. Josh, we don't use a last name. He's a one-name wonder like Madonna and everybody else and, and Cher and all that. I have some closing remarks, and uh, I want to say thank you to the three of you. Stick around. We'll talk a few minutes afterwards. So here, here we go with my closing. Life is short, right? Break the rules. Somebody said that. For, I said break the rules. Forgive quickly. Kiss slowly. It's the only way to kiss. Trust me. Love truly. Laugh uncontrollably. Everybody join me. One, two, three. Ah! <laughs> I always said I'd start the show with that and I forget and never, ever, ever, Scott, regret anything that made you smile. Here's the final closing. Work like you don't need the money because nobody really cares. Get it done. Dance like no one's watching. But when I was teaching disco and dancing in a cafeteria in a high school on top of a table, I, it was a high school cafeteria, kids. Don't think anything else. Everybody was watching. Watch Sing it. like nobody's listening. I sang a little. I'm sorry. I tried not to. Love like you've never been hurt. Right, Natalie? Because... Let your heart regenerate and regrow and love again and love yourself. Come on. We've all been hurt. Get past it. Money talks. Chocolate sings. La. And last but not least, I stole this line from somebody else who was on the radio years ago. Thank you for turning me on. Radio Red over and out. Say goodbye to Facebook. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in to Read My Lips Radio presented by the Voice America Variety Channel. Tweet your questions and comments to at Radio Red 777. Join host, a.k.a. Radio Red, again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a positively cool, creative week. <laughs>